Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. <laughs> Every week. Oh god. Uh, this is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from the Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Abby. And I'm Rick. Great. Does anyone have any corrections? Oh, we we've we haven't been here for a while, have we? So yeah. to the listener it's normal, but to us we've missed a few weeks of recording, yeah. so is it we're normal? playing catch up. Oh wait. One went up like two days will ago. Will we not miss yeah. a week? No. no. Oh. oh, will we miss we might miss a week actually. I hadn't it hadn't occurred to me. Because it well, if you yeah, if you if, well, if you've got time to edit it, we should have had this meeting before we started. Yeah. <laughs> Jada has time to edit it, so that so it'll be, it'll be seamless you. to you, yes. but to us, it has been it, many. We're really weeks. rusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what two? Two's many. Yeah, it feel it, it feels weird. I mm. think um, yeah, a little bit weirder than normal. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, does anyone have any corrections? Not that I recall. Oh, I've got one actually. Mm-hmm. One of the listeners got in touch to say. For us to stop saying when we're in a bad mood or grumpy or okay. something, because or tired, because it, they're like, well, well, why, what am I, why am I going to listen to this then? If, well, that's you, if you're tired, I mean, so I think we need to just bring the energy and pretend that we're fine every week. That's, that's not, not a, a correction. correction. Not no, a correction. no, it <laughs> was also just like a little bit like unnecessary, like. <laughs> see the point but also like get actually getting in contact to be like I'm upset because you said that you were in a bad mood and then promptly moved on and were fine for the entire podcast is like get a life oh okay oh. told that's, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's bold yeah Jada we'll edit that out <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so we're gonna start I, I'm gonna stop doing that I'm gonna stop mm-hmm. saying I'm tired or in a bad mood so. I'm sure Correction, we've, we've never like been once. tired and we've yeah. never been down no, I think never. we've all done it at different points mm-hmm um so Maybe. let's just yeah let's just not uh we i know what we need to do we need to pretend we're like on a on stage mm-hmm. and then i, I think, think it sounds safari then oh, that'd, that'd be even like, better we could we could do the whole podcast we could do like a soundscape and be like look a lion and do the lion yeah. noise <laughs> well, I, is that a sad or like? tired lion? I don't watch each documentary because I find them agonising to watch. Yeah. Um, what's a lion noise? It's like a roar. Do the, do the lion noise. No. Well, I did, I did the lion noise. Yeah, I know, but I've got some pride. <laughs> do you ever do that thing where when someone's like, um, 
oh, you know that song that goes like, you know, it says this, and you're like, no. But actually, you do a bit. You no, do. you just want them to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like horrible. Yeah, <laughs> making people sing on the spot is like such so, a so dickhead trip. Yeah. People are like, no, I don't. No, I don't want to. <laughs> to be fair, I'm like that. If I ever do that, I'm gonna do it to you yeah. as often as I can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be like, do you remember when when Katy Perry released Firework? And I'll be like, no, no, what new Firework? I think I've actually already Whoa. done this, and I deliberately did that bad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure thing. Um, I deliberately did it. Bad. <laughs> I think I've actually already done that impression on this podcast. Oh, I've done one singing impression on it. I'm sexy French song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. yeah, I don't remember us talking about firework before. Yeah. I might have done it in the office. I feel like I've definitely done that impression around you guys before. Mm, I'm probably yeah. actually not to sing so much. Yeah. yeah, you'll regret it anyway. If you make me sing, you'll you'll wish you never did. <laughs> so that that sounds threat, like a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So is that it then for corrections or you know, so. just advice from? I've got any specific corrections, but we ended up talking about philosophy at the end of mm. the last episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, and we were actually just all over the place, and then we got. Yeah. A, but I mean, we did correct it there and then. But I realised I'd pointed out that I'd got a degree in it, but I had two yeah. beers, and I was like, oh, what are this? It's, and also, they're remembered. all the same. There's, there's like three, about three of them that are just yeah. all the same guy. Yeah. I mean, no, I agree with you. Not, like John Locke, John yeah. Stuart Mill, Jeremy Bentham. That's Jeremy who we're Bentham was the, confusing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know the difference between John Stuart Mill and Jeremy Bentham. And turns out it's never going to affect my life. No, so, so let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, right. So, should we do the should we do titles? Yeah, yes, I just please. kind of lifted my title. I'm not, gonna, I'm, I'm not crafted one this week. Oh, I actually so. read a really good article that had a really good title and I nearly stole it and I was like, no, that's oh, okay. plagiarism. So I've written my own title that's not as good as the one that's all right, but yeah. it's still good <clears throat> but I actually wrote one this time which I think deserves a round of applause <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so Barnaby Jack how one guy did bad stuff to try and make the world a better place okay. that's pretty good mm. yeah. mine's just um, the brasserie Brasserie? No, that's yeah. not what I mean. Brazier. I mean, ah. Brazier, sorry. The <laughs> Brazier <Brasserie>. Brigade. <laughs> ah, ooh. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. What's the mood of yours? Uh, like light-hearted crime fun. Ooh. A keeper. That's what mine is. That, that's good. Yeah. What's My, yours? Mine is... There's a bit of molestation <laughs> in it, but don't worry, but it's, it's funny. Yeah. If you say it's no. neither funny, nor dark, nor interesting, one more time. No, it's, it's um, light-hearted and sad. Oh, okay. Mm. Let's do yours first then. Let's get all the sides out of the way. So, Barnaby Jack, what are you picturing? Pirate. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought. What what are you thinking? A female pirate. Ooh. (laughs) Otherwise known as a pirate. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. Women can be pirates too, I guess. We were were picturing like a blackbeard kind of guy. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Well, you're wrong. So. Well, uh, both of us. Yeah. It's not a pirate or, or a woman. Or a female pirate. Oh. Or a woman. No. Shit. Oh. Yeah. So, Barnaby Jack was born uh, 22nd of November 1977 in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So, picture. Still don't know picture. what he is yet. Picture of, just a being that was born. Yeah, exactly. A fetus, but then he grew to be an adult. Okay. So, I've fast forwarded <laughs> a bit in that story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he was famous for, he basically found, he was a hacker and he found an exploit um, and demonstrated it at a conference, which enabled people to essentially steal millions of dollars. Mm. It's fine. There was a beeping noise, but... I don't think it'll... It wasn't even beeping, was it? It was a screech. Screech. Um, So, picture an ATM, and bear with me while I describe 
an ATM. The, way, the weapons <laughs> of an ATM to you. Um, so the bit with the money is basically a giant safe, as mm-hmm. you imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, that bit is really, really hard to get into, even with tools. For obvious reasons, people would crack them open, steal all the money. Mm-hmm. But there's a key that opens the whole unit and then normally a couple of other keys or a passcode to get into the money. Mm-hmm. Um, the computer part is not in the safe. So the computer part, you can open it up with a with a key, open the whole ATM up with a key, like the unit, and the computer part is a separate bit. Mm-hmm. And then you have more keys to get to the money. So um, I can't even keep track of one front door key. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think, I think, most most of the time they have the one key that opens the whole thing and then they have each tray has its own key mm. but then manufacturers different some have got passcodes some have got other keys mm-hmm. but that's basically the situation um but um the first key you used to open it the main key from some manufacturers it's all the same key so if you've got if you've got access to, to, to one, one of the keys yeah. yeah you can open the unit of all of them Normally that wouldn't matter because you've got you're supposed to have many more keys to to do the money bit. Um, but essentially, when you, when you think about it, it's like a kind of meter key or a bin key. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of got the same key, um, and you can buy them real cheap, obviously online. So opening up the unit, you've got access to the computer straight away. Um, and if you act, if you have access to the computer, you don't need to get into the money, which I yeah. will explain. So. Um, at a uh, conference in 2010 called the Black Hat Conference in San Francisco. Um, he was on stage in front of an audience. There's a video online that you can watch it. Um, it's actually quite an amazing video, even if you don't understand it, which I don't really understand the technical side of it. Um, but he has like a big screen and, he, and he's demonstrating the hacking that he's doing. And an ATM machine, well, it's actually two ATM machines on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so he does this hacking stuff. And then the machine starts playing fruit machine music. Um, and on the screen it says jackpot and it just spits out dollar bills like one after another. Um, they're actually fake money that he mm-hmm. created. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's just hilarious. Like obviously the whole crowd's like, everyone's like really cheering. And like for a hacker conference, it's just like, I think a really entertaining watch. A bit of, yeah, a bit of fun for the hackers. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it empties one cartridge and then it starts on the next and it actually goes on for ages to the point where he has to turn the music off so he can do the rest of the presentation because it just <laughs> keeps spitting out money. Not far that, and Yeah, <laughs> like a big pile of money on the stage. Um, so one of so he was obviously, he was kind of famous, he started to get famous as being like kind of a, a fun hacker dude, like mm-hmm. a kind of a cheeky, chappy kind a of cheeky guy. cheeky little hack, bro. Yeah, and because he's from New Zealand... I don't know. There's something more endearing about him. Yeah, they're yeah. harmless, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all of all of all Kiwis. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So when I was remembered, there was a mass shooting there. Yeah. Very oh, recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, oh I was gonna say that. I was gonna be like, oh, except that one one guy, but then I yeah. didn't. I just forgot about um, that. I wouldn't have made that joke. I actually realised like it. I didn't actually know that much about like the actual guy of that, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it. I was going to mm. say it and then I was like, no, because I actually didn't know who the guy was or what motivated him or anything. Mm. Like, I just didn't... Certainly not harmless, that. though. Yeah. No, like, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> so, um, one of his friends, um, who's also a hacker, um, called Dan Kaminsky, said, quote, 
There are a lot of people in this world who, if they find a bug that will make an ATM fire $20 bills, they're not going to go on stage and talk about it. They're going to be standing in front of an ATM and cashing themselves out, end quote. Which is so true. Yeah, exactly. Um, So the point was that that Barnaby Jack wasn't the only one in the world doing the hacks, uh, but he was the only one prepared to, like, tell everyone Mm -hmm. about it. Um, he one of his things was that he felt really strongly about not using dodgy tech for things that are really important um, especially as like more and more stuff's been run by computers and we're just like you know those ordinary people are just like relying on them to do the things that they're supposed to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually like some of the tech behind them isn't that sophisticated um, so it wasn't like what he did the hack that he did wasn't remotely an easy hack to discover like it mm-hmm. takes a lot of work um, to do something like that um, so everyone in the conference is like really wowed um, but it is rep- replicatable rep- is that uh, a real word? Yeah. I don't know yes. yeah. um, so it's replicatable um, and since then lots of people have replica- replicated it in real life um, and they're still doing it um, which is quite troubling for ATM firms um, the annoying thing is when you watch the presentation and this was 2010 did I say it was? yeah, yeah. so this was nearly 10 years ago um he's like so obviously he does he does a hack but then mm-hmm. his next slide is and here's how to prevent it um and one of the things is literally just as simple as drill a hole in the unit and put a padlock on it and that you know already that means people can't just get into the unit yeah um and the atm firms haven't done it there was loads of things he said as well some things were about the software that i didn't really understand he was like you can do this you can do this he, he had a whole slide of like doing it. yeah 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 he had loads of slides um and yeah and a lot of companies just still haven't done it so people people are still going up to cash machines and stealing like millions of dollars sometimes out of them um like the big ones so yeah it's crazy because some of them are just stocked with so much money because yeah. they're in a really busy area mm-hmm. um so yeah, so he did he did that and that and he got a bit of a name for himself. And the next high profile thing he did was looking at medical tech. Um, so firstly, he managed to be able to hack um, insulin pumps so that they could dispense fatal doses of insulin um, to people who have them from a hundred meters away. He had like a handheld antenna. I feel like antenna, he, he's become antenna. more terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he demonstrated again on stage with a mannequin torso and like mm. some red fluid and this little gadget that he had with an antenna. Um, yeah, and everyone, and again, everyone was like, shit, this stuff was supposed to be like, I mean, nobody, no good hackers think anything's unhackable, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be as close as you could get to yeah. being unhackable. Um, so yeah, in 2013, he was due to appear at the conference again. Um, this time about how, how he'd been able to hack uh, pacemakers and kill someone from nine meters away um, theoretically theoretically, <laughs> theoretically yeah, exactly well, like he'd he he discovered how to hack the pacemaker he yeah. just obviously hadn't been doing any killing yeah um, that we know of that we know of yeah. it's a perfect crime yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but he was found dead a week before the conference at the age of 36 um, having overdosed on a mixture of heroin, cocaine, and other drugs as well. Whoa. So, yeah, so his, his girlfriend found him. I think it was in his bedroom or in a hotel room. Shit. Um, yeah. Um, so, according to the coroner, he had no visible or palpable evidence of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so, police said that it wasn't foul play. Um, and I'm not saying it was, but if 
like the pharmaceutical industry is like one of the most powerful in the world mm-hmm. and if anyone did want to kill him and make it look like you know an accidental overdose or suicide they could do that they could do it why though why would they do that because he's about to present on stage how to hack into pacemakers but why but why would that be bad for them they'd get because to sell new better pacemakers yeah, but every, the point, well, people would get mad every time he'd hack the things. People would get mad and he'd have to have meetings with them and like try and um. be like, don't get mad. I'm just trying to help. Why, why but people are like, now you've done this. It, yeah. People are going to try and do it. And he was like, well, I'd rather I do it and show you how it's done than we, then, than we fix yeah. this after somebody's done a murder, basically. Yeah. Done a murder. <laughs> done a murder. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And like, I mean, I don't know. All I'm saying is it's suspicious. But then he had like a real like high powered career mm-hmm. and like he was very successful and presenting, being like at that level of success is really dif- difficult. And presenting on stage when you've already built like a bit of a persona about yourself and a bit mm-hmm. of like, um, I don't know, like people, people of expectations are really high. Maybe you would just be like, oh, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Could I have cancelled the presentation though? To be fair, yeah, yeah. yeah there's two ways around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't um, figure that hack so. out, did he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the man's. Like, like, what happened at a man's accidental yeah. death? Oh, oh like, yeah. This yeah, was pretty recent too. That's yeah, it was uh, 2013. Okay. Yeah. That's very um, So a friend of his, who's another hacker, David Marcus, said, "Quote: He was a hacker's hacker." He had the kind of skills that the rest of us wish we had, end quote. Yeah, so that is the story of Barnaby Jack, who yeah, cool. tried to save the world with hacking and probably did save some people. Definitely probably saved people's lives. Mm. I, I know two people who've got, like, pacemakers or hearty bits. Do you? Yeah, and I said, they have to, like, update every time and, like, download the data from their heart, like, into a hard drive. Whoa. When they did that, someone's on, like, you know, people probably can't hack it. Yeah. What probably can't hack it is... Yeah. Like, precludes, like, I mean, they will. They'll yeah. try. They'll certainly yeah. try. Your yeah. heart is at the whim of just anybody. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, there's people who, there's obviously people who would use it, like, assassins would use something mm. like that. Um, and especially, like, the insulin one, the the way he'd actually made it so, because it vibrates when it when it does the insulin mm-hmm. stuff, so you know it's happening. Um, but he could switch off the vibration bit as well. So, in, in theory, it could overdose you on you insulin. Wouldn't you wouldn't even have shit. time to Fuck. do anything about it. Um, so yeah I mean people assassins would be able to use it and you know you always get those few nutters like you know those ones who just leave a bomb somewhere or something like that where they don't really care who who is who they who's kill. the target like yeah. someone just went into a hospital where like the cardiac ward and just mm. walked up and down it pressing the button yeah totally yeah oh, totally gosh. so yeah so he was a really like in, in, inspirational and like influential mm. figure um, in hacking and it's yeah, he lived to 36, which is very oh. sad. So, yeah. The so like lighthearted stories <laughs> no, there, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, he was so, like, what he did was so interesting that I, I feel like it's still worth doing, even if it bummed everyone out at the end when he died. It's not yeah. as bad as the Slender Man stabbing, so I think yeah, it's fine. I think it's worse. I know no, you I know not. you really didn't like that one. It's but she survived worse. and she played with kittens. It was all fine. But it was so much crueler. He yeah. couldn't, like, that guy probably just overdosed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe didn't, but probably. Yeah. I think overdosing would probably be fine as well, wouldn't it? Like, not not one of the worst deaths. No, uh, I, I don't it, know it enough about terrible. yeah drug use to would say. It? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because like the like women tend to kill themselves by trying to overdose on pills because mm. they think that will be like 
the easiest way to and go. And it's messy. It's really yeah. hard to kill yourself that way. Yeah. They should yeah. take a note from men because we're pretty good at killing ourselves. It yeah. <laughs> well, out. I think I read something about how men don't care if they leave a mess and, and, and it's too much of a drama. Whereas women think try and do it in a way that they think isn't going to leave a mess but yeah. it always leaves mm. a mess yeah. and I, it's always somebody's I think the telling thing up. is that is is not is not the mess part I think if you're so despondent you're going to kill yourself and you're actually concerned about the mess you leave you're not like the the pits to which you have sunk there's still some level because you care about I don't think that's true because some people think that they're just a burden on their friends and family don't they and that's, that's I guess so but, but yeah that's where it comes from so they think I don't know but anyway the the message is it always leaves a mess. Yeah, an, an emotional, emotional mess. Yeah. But also a physical mess. Every week, Robin will leave an emotional one. mess. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody is the one who's got to. Well, usually multiple people have got to deal with that. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Anyway, right. yeah. <laughs> so my story involves theft as well, okay. which is fun. Um, so yeah, it's 1950s. It's the 1950s. Not mm-hmm. right now, but it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that history. <laughs> Um, and we're in Miami, Florida, in oh, the United fuck, States. Why? What a terrible place to be! <laughs> um, so there's a telephone company. I don't know if it still exists. Called the Southern Bell Telephone Company, which is a good name Adorable. for a, a telephone company. Yeah. Also, um, it's a pun, isn't it? I just it's yeah. sort of a pun. Yeah, yeah just kind of. Yeah, Bell spelt like Bell, not beauty. No, I know, but, but yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, and they've got payphones all over America. Okay. Um, and so basically, what happens is. It's kind of, I, I don't know which way to describe this best to give you like a, a rough idea of what's happening. Um, money's collected from pay phones, put into a sealed box, taken to a counting room where the employees, which are more or less all women, um, use automatic counting machines and it collates all the coins and wraps them up for them. Ah, nice. And that's how they like. That's how you deal with millions and millions of quarters and nickels and all that, okay. like coming through your system. Yeah. So anyway, um, there's this woman called Rita Orr. Not Rita Ora. Oh. Yeah, no. There's literally one, one, um, one letter's difference, but Rita Ora, right? Um, she's just a, 
a Floridian woman. Yeah. Uh, and she phones up the police one day because she's had $5,000 stolen from her house. Um, so the police rock up to investigate. Um, and while they're there, a friend of her sister's shows up. It's kind of like a, a way around describing Sorry, this. Um, a friend of her sister shows up. Her sister's called Marie. Um, and her friend, Betty, shows up. And they both work for Southern Bell Telephone Company. As well? Or does this... Uh, the sister doesn't. Rita doesn't. But oh, Rita her, doesn't. Okay. Yeah, I but her sister right. Marie does. Yeah. And, and then their friend, Betty, her yeah. Friends, yeah. Um, so Betty rocks up in the car and the police are there and they're investigating. And they start talking to her just as like a person of interest who's just rocked up in the middle of this mm. investigation. And they search her car. And they find in her trunk, yes. And for British listeners, her bonnet, her boot, a boot, a boot. boot, yeah, yeah. A boot, yeah. Well, we have all the words, yeah. Boot, what? Bonnet, hood, no, trunk. hood, hood, and bonnet, bonnet are the same thing. Yeah. Front. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's your, yeah. I don't have a card. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So they find a thousand dollars in notes in her trunk and four thousand one hundred and seven dollars in coins yes. now to give you an example of what that is in current money basically yeah. it's 10.5 times as much so she's got ten thousand dollars in notes and forty thousand oh or forty five thousand oh, dollars oh in God, cash right um, oh what a legend you would yeah. Yeah. you, you would. would yeah you would so the police um decide that they're going to search her home because they're like this is fucking weird <laughs> <Yeah>. and they <laughs> search the rita and marie's home yeah. and they find a further ten thousand dollars between the houses Whoa. in cash um Betty, who has been caught in the car, immediately admits that she's what she's been up to. Mm. Um, so basically, I don't know whether I would or not. I I always wonder this. Well, you I, just be like, yeah. don't know how those are. Yeah, i like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'd say, oh, I just got them from somewhere else. You know, yeah. I'd make up. A- Betty shits herself, yeah. right? So she reveals that um, three women. It's actually more than three women, but three women in particular get focused on um, Betty Corrigan, which is Betty, Marie R, which is Marie, and another lady called Billy Ruth McNabb, who, who only comes in the story a little bit, but she's one of the trio okay. that's important to know about. Um, so they'd been stealing money from the Southern Bell Company because they all worked at this like counting house, yeah. effectively. Um, and what they were doing were stuffing four or five rolls of quarters, um, and this was limited to how many they could do in a day by the cup size, bra <laughs> oh. technology, and the weight of Brilliant. rolls of coins. Yeah. So yeah, basically they were sticking them down their bras, right? Yeah. Um, and a roll of quarters, which was worth about $15, $15 then, so like $150. Oh, whoa. Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, it's smart. And then they just left it all in the car in their houses yeah. instead so of depositing it What they would the do is they would put a few it. down their bras and then go into like the bathroom mm. and either give it to somebody else to get out of the building or yeah. pass it out the window to the uh, husbands and boyfriends. So the conspiracy is actually about, I think it said it was about 16 people. or Yeah, it's more, but these three women get focused on in particular because... Um, they're described as being quite good looking. Ah, <laughs> right. nice. So, um, yeah, basically they were stealing something like uh, $150 a day. So $1,500 every day they Whoa. were just stealing them. Um, and the press just fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, they dubbed them um, the case of the silver falsies, the case of the <laughs> clinking uh, braziers, the, the bra <laughs> bandits. Um, but the brazier brigade became their most popular yeah, okay. name. Um, so, 
what in what they did is a lot of papers describe it. They got glamour models of the time mm-hmm. sat in their bras and like did demonstrations of how a roll of coin would fit in a bra. Oh, like God's it sake. was the most like oh my God. E- quick. Well, we need a reason to put well, women yeah, in a bra. Simply cannot picture yeah, it. There was some <laughs> yeah. page three editor who was like, yeah. "Yes, all my Christmas <laughs> is come yeah. at once." Um, so yeah, it was like a massively publicized get, uh, case. Everyone was talking about it, um, but. Here's where it kind of goes a bit weird. Um, even with the verbal confessions that they had been doing it and mm-hmm. how how they were doing it, um, no one could press charges because there was no actual evidence of a crime being mm. committed because um, the company had no record of how much money had been stolen and yeah. it never declared any money stolen. Because basically what yeah. happens is... The, well, they're the ones that count the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. case comes in and they seal cases and then they're just trusted to open it and put the money in. And Which then is a real oversight. Yeah, yeah, there's like no one checking them. There's no one. Yeah. Um, I assume that's changed now because yeah. there's nothing as pay phones. But, like, and also like computers just do all the, you know. Like, yeah, they, they can just rack it up and say, and, yeah, yeah did this yeah. amount of thing. Um, so, um, yeah, the solicitor, Michael Zaroni, said... Um, <laughs> There Is was that really his last name? Yeah. Like Madame Zaroni from Hole. Maybe. I don't know what Oh, that no, is. I think it's spelled differently. Uh, <laughs> still funny. Maybe that's what it's based on. Um, I've never seen Holes or read the book. It's about it's digging. It's very holes. good. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I, I've heard it's good. Um, so he said, there's no way to tell if the money was taken from the boxes, nor how much. The phone company is not in a position to say if anything was lost. Sorry, to say if it lost anything. We have no date when the offence was committed, who got the money, or how much was taken. Um, and then in a separate statement, he also said, the girl simply dropped rolls of nickels, dimes, and quarters into the braziers before they were put through the counting machine. Um, thus, no record of the exact amount of silver could ever be made. Mm. So immediately, the girls all changed their stories because they've not yet signed the Affidavit. written confessions. Um, they all just, just say, no, like that was just money that, we just came about from saving oh. and like with this money they bought houses and cars like they were really oh like God, living a high I life love them yeah so they got away with it for a couple of months oh then some bean counter out mm. in jackson florida which i guess is close to miami florida it's close to literal hell that's where yeah. it is <laughs> or it might be you might have been out in tennessee because it was cross country mm. anyway another part of america that's quite far away i think yeah um he figured out a way to actually figure if any money was lost and basically mm. he counted um, how many uh, long distance calls were made and then count- tallied up how much money they'd collected that day and was like, obviously there's a discrepancy. Um, how did he count how many long distance calls So they, they, did, they were keeping a record of the, the calls. Ah, uh, the long distance The long calls. distance calls because they would charge, charge more for uh, it. I see. Well, I was going to say what they should do, what they should do to get a bit of an estimate is to look up like different bits of the country and see, see yeah, what's, what the average, you know, like, yeah. So I actually missed a bit out. I forgot that, um, so not only were they released from police custody because mm. no one could f- charge him with a crime because yeah. the crime didn't exist, um, the lawyer tried to sue the police for the $10,000 the oh, $10, yeah. yeah. that they seized as evidence because it was no yeah. longer evidence. <laughs> what a baller move. Yeah. And said that he would sue Southern Bell if these women weren't allowed to return to work. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, and, like, literally the Monday after the release, they all rocked up at work. Um, oh, but the manager iconic. did fire them. He said, yeah. you're allowed to return to work, but you're not allowed to stay in work. Yeah, that's um, fair. Which, you know, is fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, some auditor did, did find out, but he only found out that 
um, by his estimates, that the company was only down about five hundred dollars. Ah. So the women were rearrested on charges of grand larceny, which at okay. the time uh, meant stealing any other anything over fifty dollars. Oh, that's extreme, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it seems a lot. Much. So it's five hundred. Yeah, five hundred dollars. So the phone company, like after it did its maths and tried to figure out how much, only admitted to being down by eighteen thousand eight hundred eighty dollars. So okay. one hundred eighty, like almost yeah. two hundred thousand yeah. in today's money. Yeah. Um, whereas some people estimated that the women had stole literally hundreds of thousands of dollars oh. in old tiny money. So yeah. probably so millions. millions. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. And the, the company just had no way of figuring out if that was true or estimating how much they lost. Oh my god. Um, yeah, they were so. Um, they were all formally charged. 11 people in total were charged. Corrigan and all were charged with Grand Larceny. Billy Ruth McNabb, who was like the minor one, um, she was the contact in the ladies' room ah, who like, took nice. their money. So she was charged with helping to remove stolen money. Then eight other people, family members and friends of the three women, were charged with receiving stolen property. Yeah, yeah. Um, so eventually, yeah, they went to court and it took a six-man jury only 24 minutes to convict the three women. Although they did recommend leniency, probably oh. because the women were just so baller. Yeah, and um, hot as well. Yeah, and <laughs> hot. Um, the judge sent them to a year in jail, which isn't oh, the worst, fine. yeah, for, for and that, ordered them yeah. to repay uh, twenty-four thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, doable, easily doable. Easily doable. Then yeah. we've got the millions. They're like, yeah. yes, your thing, yeah. sucker. Yeah. Um, yeah, just reach into the pocket and they're like, yeah. here you go. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the. Uh, the Brazier Brigade, but no, that's they just cool. seem like some interesting yeah, dolls. That's good. I, it really reminds me, actually. One of I, it reminds me of a story that I thought about doing once, and then I couldn't remember what to Google to find it. Although I probably would have been able to find it. There was there's a British version of that as well, um, and it's at the money burning place. You know, like old notes that sh- that have been taken oh, out of circulation. Yeah. They go into a big incinerator. And I think they made a drama about it years ago, and it was I really good. I like where I found this story. Um, there was like a thing at the bottom. There was like there's been like at least three films inspired by uh, it, but it doesn't always use all the same. It's yeah. not the complete elements, but it does use the elements of like women just making stuff in their bras, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, the, I want to watch yeah. that exact film. Yeah, yeah. we've just. Although I want to see them deposit the money into a bank on like a maybe two day basis instead of just keeping it in their boot. I don't know because yeah. if if it's in the bank. They they can they can look at it and be like, where are you getting all this money from? It's mm. in the bank. Where yeah, but it? if they're only depositing what if they just made like phone calls with twenty, it? I don't know. If they're only depositing like a bit of money a day, it's yeah, less but weird. Still, than... it's. Yeah, I think they would be able to do on that scale. I think they'd mm. be able to do the maths. Maybe right? yeah, but they're just keeping piles and piles of cash around the house in coins. Yeah. I would. That's how I'd probably. I mean, I'd hide it, but. Checking um, they were like walking home and like someone was like, "Oh, have you got any spare change?" And you're like, "Well." Yeah, yeah, like literally hundreds yeah. of thousands of pounds, but you're not having any of it. Yeah, well, Brit- <laughs> it's not sperm. Can you imagine yeah. taking all of that to like Asda and using it in like the coin to note generator? The coin stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, um, the British one was really good because it had, um, it was a really clever scheme that she'd cooked up, like mm-hmm. the main ringleader woman. Um, I can't really quite remember what it was, but it involved like painting padlocks a different color and stuff and like handing them over it. Because it was like, obviously it's a super secure mm-hmm. unit, but it was like really clever. And I think it involved like three or four main people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at the end, I don't know if it's true, but at the end of that, they've got money buried somewhere. So even though they go to prison, when they come out, oh, they've yeah, still got the money. That's a dream, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. worth it. Yeah, so good. It's a dream. Um, nice, that was a good story. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I well, like I've... ones like that that are just like, 
I don't know, not a big deal. I mean, no one got killed yeah. or, po- or possibly assassinated by Big Pharma. Yeah. The only person that really suffered is a big corporation, and they deserve yeah, it. Yeah, they deserve yeah, to suffer. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they deserve to suffer from just being, like, basically... Oh, I'm gonna ask. From being based in Florida, that's <laughs> why. I can, I, I can tell you a story about an employer of mine. Oh, yeah. I won't use the name, but... We'll just... Yeah. Jada can But this out. is... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd be really fun to have the yeah. bleep every time yeah, I use I do it. it. So I used to work for a, a retailer called... <laughs> and their employer, their, their owner, I won't use his name because yeah. he's just him, right? He was a bit of a stoner back in the day. Mm. And um, he used to, at the end of the day, right, when the till was open, he'd count off the notes and then, like, just grab the, you know, leave the, the small change in there and just take the pound coins out and put it in his pocket and go home. And he used to have a coal chute and he used to just, like, throw the spur notes down, the, the spur coins down the coal chute, right? And he was doing this for a while. And he, I don't know why that he was just doing it. Like, I was like, oh, it's only small change. It's not going to be enough. I'll get more change tomorrow from the bank or whatever. Mm. And then the business was doing really, really bad. Like, um, Pokemon had come along. And he was selling oh, yeah. lots of Pokemon cards. But he was like, oh, the company, I don't think the company's going to survive. Then one day, him and a friend were, like, um, getting high in his basement. Where, like, that's where the coal chute landed all the money. And yeah. he just threw, like, an Afghan over it. A, like a carpet, yeah. not a dog or a person they got really high and said oh we should probably count it and it took him three days to count it and take it to the bank and he had 16 grand and it oh saved God. the company from like insolvency Whoa. But yeah, I mean, it's like a like a nice story of like oh. So he wasn't stealing the money. He just no, he was just, the owner of the company. He, he was just like taking it. Yeah, and, like, just, yeah. Just can't be It's like if you just left it in the, the safe, but it's oh like God. we, we still probably shouldn't tell everyone they almost went broke. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was years and years ago. Yeah. They're going broke now for different reasons. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Can you imagine if we had a cold shoot with sixteen grand in it? What great. would we even spend it on? Like we'd pay ourselves. So that'd be great. Yeah. Well, we do pay ourselves, but we pay ourselves for the work that we do. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Um, cool, nice That's one. Good, yeah. That felt quick. Did, was it quick? I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. very quick. Great. Um, so let's do corrections. If you there really were none, apart no. from sorry, that made a bit of a bang. It's fine. There really were none, apart from um, Zeroni was not spelt like Madame Zeroni from Holes, which That's makes me really sad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we that's go. good. That's, that's like really the first time we've kind of had no corrections, which is nice. It's quite short yeah. stories. We we're going to plan to do a double recording tonight, but we're not going in. So I yeah. was like, I'll just do a shorter story. I thought I would. I I thought I would take longer to tell that, mm-hmm. but I managed to do it. With, we did no interruptions, did we, on mine? So I just reeled the whole thing off, and yeah. that was yeah. it. Yeah, that's nice. It was a fast one. Part of the double bill. Yeah. Part two coming tomorrow coming when we record next it next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So thanks to producer Jada. Thank you. Thanks to Annika Vadical. Uh, please give us some money on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com over slash forward slash the over slash. Yeah. Over I like over slash. Yeah. Over slash. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we it's should like a be Mortal called. Mortal Kombat really. character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People will be like, what's it called? We'll be like, the word the slash, slash is a bit. Yeah, it, it goes be, two yeah. ways, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, follow us on social media. The Overtake on Everything or His Crazy Story on Instagram. Um, thanks for listening. That's nice, isn't it? We, yeah. should, we should really say that. I think yeah. that's a nice thing to do. Do we not always say that? No, we never say no. In fact, last week I said, maybe we should say thanks for listening. And you were like, that can count as it. And Abigail was like, nah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. 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 Um, well, thanks for listening then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, still yeah. hit it, but thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Podcast Bye. over.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.